Hey there! Welcome to Pixels, Clicks, and ROI, the Ad Skills podcast where we only interview paid traffic professionals who can produce real results. I'm excited about today's episode. We're featuring Dorothy Ilson. Dorothy is an incredible paid traffic and tracking expert. She focuses on information products typically between $400 and $2,000, and she helps her clients focus on scaling on Facebook, Google, YouTube using tracking. More on Dorothy's story right after this. Hey, here with Dorothy Ilson. Dorothy, thank you so much for joining me today. Excited to have you here. Thank you, John. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, it's fun. So uh, Dorothy has an amazing podcast herself that I got to be a guest a while back. So it's fun to be able to return the favor. Excited to highlight you really help people um, in the information product space. So you're focused on helping people that have courses, that have webinars, typically selling products anywhere from kind of the 397 up to $2,000. That's kind of the sweet spot of what you've worked with. And what I love about you is you can do Facebook advertising, Google advertising, and you really focus on tracking. That's a piece that I love. You've gotten really good at Google, Google Analytics, Google Data Studio, Wicked Reports, those types of things. Um, just the, the fact that you can you master the tracking side is what I think just makes you such a special person in this market. So thank you so much for joining me today. I'm excited to talk about how you create results for people in, info, in the info product space. But before we get into that, can you give people a little bit of your background and talk about how you got into media buying? Certainly. Well, I appreciate the kind words, so thank you. I definitely had a, a bit of a twisty road into media buying. I actually I studied finance and accounting, and my goal really um, you know, throughout college was to become an accountant. I wanted to work for one of the big four firms. I got that job successfully, and then I realized you know, I was not doing it for the right reasons. I wasn't excited about it. I didn't actually like accounting, and I basically did a complete 180. So I ended up giving up that job offer and going to work at a very early stage startup. So I was their third employee, and I really, you know, at any startup like that, you know, you wear a lot of hats. And so I got to learn a lot. I got to really get involved in different areas of the business. And what I uh, saw and was a part of over the next three, three and a half years was, you know, we grew that company completely bootstrapped from zero to six million a year in annual revenue, really almost entirely off the back of Facebook ads. And so when it was time for me to, you know, move on, I really wanted to, you know, help companies to do the same thing. And so I um, ended up learning Facebook ads and, um, you know, really, uh, really went deep on that platform and started to, you know, do the, that same thing for my clients. And so that was really the, um, the birth of my agency. And then it was really when I got connected with ad skills, with you, with Justin Brooke, uh, that I started to really understand paid traffic from a m more uh, holistic perspective and and get into these other platforms and really learn how all of this stuff works together to you know really create a successful business. Awesome. And, and I think your story is so important because we talk about tracking in the numbers side, your accounting background, you're a very financial, like the numbers focused individual. And that to me something that's just so special. There's a lot of people out there that can set up campaigns, write a couple ads, but they're not focused on the details. And so I think that's what I want to make sure people understand your very analytical brain is part of what helps you be so big, you know, create results for people is the fact that you truly get into the numbers and then you start building your strategy on top of that. So excited to dive into that. That'll be really fun. Yeah. I mean, I think even for 
for experienced advertisers, people who do this for a living, it can be, it can be easy to fall into the trap of making emotional decisions inside of the ad account. And so, you know, you really nailed it. That's, that's really what I focus on is making sure that, you know, all of the decisions that we are making, you know, from a, you know, higher 30,000 foot strategic level down to the day-to-day decisions inside of the ad account, making sure that all of those choices are driven by data and what the numbers are really telling us. Absolutely. I love it. So very quickly, before we get into the, you know, the process that you help people create results, I have a selfish question for you. If people are coming in and they're looking at ad skills or listening to this podcast, they, they see the success that you're, you've created for your clients and they're considering looking at you know, working with us, can you just give a little bit of a background of how ad skills has helped you get up to the level that you're at right now? Certainly. I mean, I think for me, I dove, you know, so deep into Facebook ads and I I really became a master at that and I was getting great results for my clients, but at the end of the day I was a one trick pony, you know. And so it was it was when I, you know, realized I've I've got to expand my skill set. I need to be able to help my clients, you know, with with more. And so I ended up uh, you know, getting a couple of the ad skills courses, you know, really just enjoyed that content. And as I started following your content more closely, following Justin's content, I really was able to transform myself from a, you know, Facebook expert to someone who has a holistic understanding of paid traffic and how all of these things work together. And I think I see that, you know, all the time now with my clients where, you know, we might find, for example, I had a client who, you know, I was running um, Facebook ads for exclusively. Uh, He's been a client since day one of my agency. And when we, um, you know, started looking at all of the platforms together, um, what we realized was that his YouTube traffic uh, that he'd been running um, running on his own, that was actually where we were getting the lowest cost in terms of our, our leads and our cold traffic, but we were actually converting those people through our non-buyer retargeting on Facebook. So when I was able to you know, take over uh, the YouTube account, we were able to really um, you know, narrow in on what was driving our results and you know, how we could leverage each of the platforms that we were advertising on you know, for the, the thing that they were doing the best. And that allowed us to dramatically improve our ROI and to be able to you know, ultimately scale up and, and really create a significant change in his business because we were looking at how all these pieces play together. So that is really the biggest thing that I've gotten from ad skills. And just to, you know, touch a little bit on the, the people part of this. I mean, I think the community that I've found through ad skills has been uh, truly, you know, the, the most phenomenal piece of, of this whole puzzle. Uh, I'm in pro league, the, the Slack community and the ability to connect there with high level marketers who, um, you know, who are you know so much better than me in certain things and who I can ask questions to, who I can, you know, really learn from hone my own skills and, you know, have a place where I can go. You know, if I have something really challenging going on with a client, you know, they can be a sounding board for me and that has proven invaluable. And so, you know, I think that it's the, it's the knowledge, certainly the courses, uh, the content that you and, and Justin put out for free, but it's also the community and the, the people that I've been able to surround myself with through ad skills. Awesome. Thank you so much. It's so nice to know how people leverage this and how they've been able to create their own results. Once again, the most important thing for us is it doesn't matter if we can do it. You can't do it too. Dorothy is a perfect testament to that. 
she came in as an already a skilled paid traffic marketer. You understood Facebook advertising. But as you said, that one kind of the one trick pony, the one legged stool, you were able to create a very diversified, um, you know, agency for yourself. And that's what so many people are looking for nowadays is the ability to get off of the one legged, the one legged stool on Facebook and be able to build their business across multiple platforms. So let's talk about that now. Let's talk about the process that you take people through. Let's say I'm a, a you know, a, an advertiser. I have an information product. I've done some stuff on Facebook. I've created some success, but I've kind of hit my scaling plateau and I'm coming to you and saying, Hey Dorothy, how can you help me you know, really continue to grow my business. So can we just kind of walk through the process that you take clients through to say, here's where you're at and here's how I can help you get to the next level. Definitely. So the majority of my clients, when they come to me, it's it's just like you said, they're already spending some money. They're seeing some success. You know, they're typically spending about, you know, five to $15,000 a month, but they've hit that ceiling. They can't scale. They can't figure out what to do next. And when I come into a business like that, the first thing that we do is is really look to understand the market, understand the customer. It's, you know, all of that really kind of unsexy stuff that that people prefer to skip over, but that is really the thing that is going to drive your results. I think often people, even if they have gone through, you know, the, the customer, advertise, uh, customer avatar uh, exercise or they've, you know, they've done an empathy map, they potentially still are only really understanding their customer from really one perspective, you know, one pain point, and that's what they've hit on. But I think part of the way to get someone past a, a barrier or a ceiling that they've found with scaling is to go back to that process and to look to understand your customer from different angles. And so you know, I'll give you an example. The startup that I worked for before beginning my agency, it was a um, subscription meal delivery company. And, uh, and they still are. And uh, the real, you know, the, the fundamental target customer for that was a busy executive who wanted to eat healthy but didn't have time to cook. And, you know, that can, that can get you pretty far. But then again, you hit this ceiling. And so what we were able to do was we were able to look at, you know, okay, who else is a potential perfect customer for this business? Maybe it is the, you know, son or daughter who wants their elderly parent to eat well, uh, you know, and they can't cook. Maybe it is the, you know, busy working mother who wants her kids to be, you know, better fed. And so there are usually other angles that we can tap into that can allow us to adjust our messaging and reach new groups of people. So that's part one. But then part two is, you know, actually making sure that we understand what has driven their results thus far and how we can, you know, leverage that knowledge to, to really get them to the next level. And this all goes back to tracking. You know, I know this is something that uh, you, John, uh, it's really your specialty and I have learned so much from you on this topic. So I'm, I'm grateful for that. And what I've found is that most people, they, they really just kind of get the bare minimum in place. You know, they, they have their pixels, but then they're relying on the data from the ad networks to help them to make decisions. And 
when you are spending money, especially on, on multiple platforms, that just isn't sufficient because you really have to understand how all of these different networks are working together. And so, you know, I mentioned the, the client where, you know, we get our, the most of our cold traffic on YouTube and then we convert those people on Facebook. You know, that's the kind of information that, you know, you really need to know. And the only way to know it is to make sure that you have really, really solid tracking in place. Um, my favorite tool for this right now is, is Wicked Reports. Uh, it's something that uh, I have found to just be worth its weight in gold um, for my clients. And so, yeah, it's really about, you know, understanding the data, understanding, um, you know, how, uh, how attribution is really working. Um, and it's, it's just like, I use the analogy for my clients, you know, most people, most people have, you know, six, seven, eight touch points with your business before they actually make a purchase. So if, you know, you're only looking at last click attribution or, you know, you are trying to understand, um, you know, what your customer journey looks like. I mean, you can't just look at those, um, you know, six or seven touch points and say it was the last one that, that made an impact. It's like going out to the bar with your friends and having seven beers and then saying, you know, which one of these beers got me drunk? Well, the answer is all of them. And so you need to have that that really full holistic picture of your customer journey in order to be able to scale and and really optimize what you're doing with paid traffic. Completely agree. And and one thing I want to touch on here quickly. So there are people in the information space, particularly those that have used Infusionsoft. I know a lot of people have built their systems around that. Um, Scott DeGrossier from Wicked Reports is incredible. Used to work with Infusionsoft, has an awesome integration with them. And sometimes what I found is people said, yeah, we use Wicked Reports. You know, it's, it's, it, we tried it and it, it didn't do what we needed it to. And so what I want to talk about for a second is you and I both know that tracking tools are things that you have to build and you have to work on to get the information you get out of them. So one thing I want to make abundantly clear is if someone's listening to this and they're like, well, she used Wicked Reports. We already tried Wicked Reports. didn't work. Let's just talk for a second about how just because you have, like for Google Analytics, you can't just throw it on your website and have perfect tracking. You have to have habits built into your business to allow you to get the data that you need back out of it. You have to have your goals, your e-commerce tracking, your integrations with Wicked Reports. It's your email system and your sales system. So can we talk for a second, you know, just about when it comes down to those things, really making sure the process that you kind of walk people through, some of the habits they have to put in place, tracking links, uh, making sure that, you know, the code's in all the right places on their website, their integrations, Let's talk just for a second about how important those things are. Really, it's not the tool, it's the way that you use the tool. Do you have a couple of like quick processes that you walk people through that you found, hey, most people have failed with this one particular thing? Yeah, I mean, I don't know that it's it's one thing necessarily, but it's about your expectations, right? I mean, people are so often looking for that magic button that's just going to like solve all their problems, and that doesn't exist. So, when I, you know, for example, taking Wicked Reports, like when I look to implement Wicked Reports with one of my clients, the conversation that we have up front is, look, we need to go into this expecting that it's going to be two to three months 
perhaps, until we really start to get good data. Because you just don't know what holes that you're going to find. And so, you know, you really have to go into it with that mindset and with understanding that it is a process and not necessarily a fun one either. I mean, once you get to the other side and you've got all this data, you know, that really is, is gold for your business, but you need to put in the work to get there. And so, you know, just understanding that you can't just plug in these tools and and press play. You've got to, you know, look at the data that's coming in, see, you know, okay, why does this not make sense? Why are all of my sales, you know, being attributed here when we know that's not the case, you know, whatever it might be. And then going in and figuring out how to uncover those holes in your tracking and, and fill them and fill them correctly. Staying consistent with the way that you're using UTMs, the way that you are um, you know, implementing tracking on your Facebook ads, on the links in your emails. You know, all of these things have to be systematized. There has to be a process that you are following every single time the exact same way. And really, I think this is kind of a microcosm of what what really makes a business work um, you know in the macro uh, you have likely processes and systems for your customer service agents you know for your sales team it's no different with your paid traffic you need to have these systems in place and you need to make sure that you are executing on those systems correctly so that the data that you get out on the other side is going to be actionable for you Beautiful. And I think that's the piece that's so important here is you really help guide people through that process to understand the expectations, to get the systems in place in order to make sure they have all of this data. That's the piece that's the most valuable thing that you do. You're an incredible paid traffic person. But the fact that you can help set the expectation and install the habits into the company is really what sets you apart. And so for anyone listening, that's the piece to me that as you listen to anything that Dorothy talks about for the rest of the podcast, understanding that she's been through this and that she knows how to help you and your team have the right expectations and put the right processes in place is how she's going to help you win. So now that we've got that covered, let's talk about from the traffic side. You typically say someone starts with you that's $5,000 to $15,000 a month on Facebook. They're getting started. What's kind of the process that you look? Are you looking to expand out their opportunities on Facebook? Do you go look at Google search? Do you look at YouTube? What's kind of the process that you typically work through? It really is individual to the client. Uh, you know, I think in a lot of ways, it depends on the market. It depends on, you know, who the person is and, and where that person is hanging out. And, you know, it also, like when we're talking about YouTube, for example, how good is our, our video <laughs> that we have to leverage? And so all of these questions play a role. You know, I think for, for clients who, you know, come in and they're already successful on a certain platform to some degree, but they just can't get scale. That's the first place that we're going to start is, you know, auditing their account, figuring out, um, you know, where are the missed opportunities? Um, you know, what are they, you know, what are they doing that, you know, really needs to change? And I think when we're talking about Facebook and we can dive into this a little bit, if you'd like, um, the biggest problem that I see is that people are still running Facebook ads like it's 2015 or 2016. Um, this is something I'm sure a lot of your listeners are familiar with Molly Pittman. This is something she's been talking about a lot. Um, and it's so true. It's this idea of, you know, back uh, just a couple years ago, you really had to get very, very granular 
in order to win on Facebook. You know, we were testing all of our interests in individual ad sets. You know, we would have, you know, 10 to 15 ads inside every single one of those. And we were really getting down to a a very, um, very minute level in terms of controlling the platform because that was what you had to do in order to get results. And that's simply not true anymore. In fact, the opposite is true. That can really work against you with today's algorithm. I mean, here in 2019, these platforms are just so much smarter than they were even a couple of years ago. And so, you know, the Facebook algorithm today to keep going on that example, it actually works best when you give it larger audiences, when you give it, you know, more data, more room to go out and find the right people for you. Of course, you know, your messaging has to be on point. Your targeting still has to be on point. So it's certainly not, um, you know, I don't want to give the implication that this means it's easier. Uh, It just can be simpler. And so I think that's a big advantage for people. You know, if you, if you do have your messaging dialed in, um, you know, if you do really understand who your target is, you no longer have to, you know, go in and be running a hundred different campaigns at one time. You know, you can have, you know, a few foundational campaigns with larger audiences with fewer ads and then be constantly testing, constantly be, you know, leveraging the tools that are really built into the platform. You know, Facebook split test tool, for example, has been just invaluable to, to me with my clients. So what we're doing typically is, you know, I'll take an account where, you know, they're spending $10,000 a month and they just have, you know, a thousand different things in place. It's all, it's all very confusing. It's all very, you know, scattered and, and broken up. And, you know, they really are, are working against, against themselves in, in a large way. We'll simplify that down. We'll look at the data. We'll identify, you know, what is actually working for you? What's driving your results? And then it's about, you know, taking, uh, taking those ads that are performing and then starting to run split tests, starting to get into this, um, process that really never ends of, you know, launching a new, a new split test against your control figuring out what works, you know, scaling up the winners, cutting the losers, and then rinse and repeat. You know, I think we like to overcomplicate things you know, sometimes, you know, um, and, and I don't really know why. I mean, maybe it's because it helps us feel smarter, <laughs> like, we're, like we're really doing something. I don't know. But um, we can really get in our own way sometimes. And so keeping things simple continuously testing, continuously looking to, you know, figure out what's working and what isn't is really the game here. Um, another thing that, you know, people are typically, you know, I, I wouldn't say doing wrong, but, you know, missing opportunities is that, you know, back a couple years ago, it was very hard to get results on the audience network with Facebook or, you know, on messenger placements. But again, I mean, the algorithm has gotten a lot better. It's gotten a lot smarter. And so now, you know, you really can use those placements effectively and you can actually optimize your creatives to the specific placements right there within ads manager without actually creating a separate ad. And so it's things like this that are available to people, but they're typically not taken advantage of that is so critical. And then, you know, if, if the client is, you know, for example, they're only spending money on Facebook, we get things, you know, working better there. We start to scale up and then we turn our attention to these other platforms and see, okay, what's the lowest hanging fruit for us here? For a lot of businesses, it's going to be all the things that you and, and Justin talk about. It's branded 
search. It's, you know, putting your, um, your retargeting on display, um, you know, and, and figuring out, you know, what is the biggest opportunity for us to, you know, find our customers, you know, where they are and really be reaching them from all sides. I love it. That was beautiful. The thing that I love that you talked about most is so a lot of people are allergic to Facebook split tests. They just think it's the worst thing in the world. I love it. It's the only way we run Facebook ads anymore is we split test everything, whether it be creatives, audiences. I've fallen absolutely in love with it and I will never go back. Well, here's what people need to understand. Facebook is doing their own split testing. When you launch two separate campaigns within your account, you don't actually know that those campaigns are running under the same you know, quote unquote version of the algorithm because Facebook's always doing their own tests. So, you know, it really is um, one of the only ways to get a pure test inside of Facebook is by using that tool. Completely agree. So, well, thank you so much for explaining your process, some of the things that you do to help people out. Um, I, I think it's incredible what you're achieving, as you said, kind of implementing low-hanging fruit, branded search, retargeting, and then also really helping people on YouTube. Um, it's just something that there's such a huge opportunity. YouTube really, for me, is kind of the next big thing. And there's a big hurdle for people getting past that video creative spot and really understanding how to deploy their message in the right place because YouTube is massive. There's 1. Mil- billion, uh, 1.9 billion monthly active users. People often spend 40-minute sessions. It you know, it reaches everyone from toddlers up to, to older demographic. You truly can reach everybody on YouTube. And so can you just spend a couple minutes talking about really the, the, the process that you've had success helping people get started on YouTube? Yeah, I mean, it has been mind-blowing to me the the number of times that I have someone come to me who is advertising, you know, successfully on Facebook, even if it's at, you know, lower budgets, uh, and they're using all video creatives, but they're not on YouTube. I mean, it's just, it truly, it it's mind-blowing. And so, you know, I think there has been such a big push um, in the in the advertising community over the last couple of years to to use video. Um, and for most advertisers, like when I start with a new client, for example, if they don't have their messaging figured out, then we always start by testing image ads so we can really get the messaging nailed. And then once we have our messaging in place, we switch to to video creatives to really you know supercharge our our results. And so the missing the opportunity to take that video that's already working for you on Facebook and leverage it on YouTube. I mean, it's just, it's absolutely insane. And so, you know, I think that for a lot of clients, what I've seen is, is if they're not currently using video to a large degree, there's a big mental hurdle that they kind of have to get over in, in producing video, especially because, you know, like you mentioned, a lot of my clients are info product marketers. They're the face of their, of their brand. Um, and some of them are, you know, better on video than others. But I think when you put a framework in place and you understand that, you know, there's, there's an anatomy of a successful YouTube video creative that is going to work for you if you simply follow, um, you know, that script, uh, you know, giving, um, you know, giving credibility or first providing the hook and then showing credibility, taking people through the pain, showing them the solution, and then telling them how you can provide that for them. If you simply just plug your message into these proven formulas that are, are really time tested, you know, age old, age old, um, you know, just 
psychological, um, you know, processes for how humans make decisions, how they get excited about something and get motivated to take an action, then, you know, you can sit down in a single day, crank out, you know, three or four videos that you can begin to test and just get started. Um, YouTube is just way too massive of an opportunity to not be playing in that space at all. So, you know, the advice I would give to someone who is, you know, advertising on Facebook, but is not yet tapping into the power of YouTube is just get started, start testing. Uh, and I think that for a lot of business owners, they're going to be very surprised at where that leads them. Totally. And I think the one thing that you didn't mention that I'm going to mention for you, because I know you do this, is since you help people get set up with their tracking correctly, you actually have information from your Facebook traffic that's going to help you optimize and find the right targeting on YouTube faster. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. Something that you do that you've, I've seen you do it. It's really cool to see that you're helping people skip a lot of the learning curve on YouTube and just get straight to the good stuff. Yeah, I mean, take what's already working for you and apply that knowledge to other platforms. I mean, the the amount of data that we have um, is just absolutely massive if you take advantage of it. And you know, you can you can leverage like if your lookalikes are performing for you on Facebook, then tap into Google's similar audiences. You know, just take what's already working for you, take those interests that have proven to perform for you, and find those interests on YouTube, on the Google platform, and, um, and really just take what's working for you and spread it out as far and wide as you can. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for spending the time to go through your process. It's been awesome having you on today. If someone would like to work with you, what's the best way for them to get in touch to see if they can become a client of yours? Absolutely. So best thing to do is to go to our website. That's Needles I Media, NeedlesIEYEMedia.com. You'll get to find our uh, cool little AI robot that we've got there on the site that's going to talk you through some questions and, and let you get in contact with me. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Dorothy. It was awesome having you on today. Um, we just really appreciate the way that you approach paid traffic and tracking and how you help your clients. So thank you for being on. We'll chat soon. Thank you, John. It's been a pleasure. If you found this tutorial helpful, make sure you click on the subscribe button on the screen right now. Also, if you'd like to join the Daily Edge and get the daily dose of what's working in paid traffic and tracking, you can text Daily Edge to 44222.